From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. The following is a feature story from the KZMU News archives. It first aired just last week as part of our special audio magazine, Great Tape, Hello from the Neighborhood. In it, we head to the Mill Creek Parkway to discuss homelessness with Wynn Bloodworth of Moab Solutions. You can see how beautiful this area is, yeah. especially in the summer. And it's going to dramatically change here in a minute. Okay. So it looks like maybe someone's gone through this. Yeah, I was going to say, it looks... Or the wind, it was very windy. Oh yeah, you're right, it was. So this is what we pulled out okay. of this camp down here. You can see part of the camp, see the treehouse? Yep. Have you been down here before? No. All right, again, that's Wynn from Moab Solutions. You can hear the infamous founder of that nonprofit, Sarah Melnikoff, on the tape too. And we're speaking at a homeless camp alongside the Mill Creek Parkway. It's pretty well hidden behind thickets of brush. There are no residents here right now. It's the middle of the day, and Moab Solutions is actually in the process of cleaning it up. Just a few days ago, this place was pretty cluttered. This is, it still looks horrible, but this here is clean compared to what what it was. I kind of like the ingenuity of what they did here. This is pretty cool, you know. That's the thing. I mean, homeless people are people too. They're ingenious. They... They're creative, you know, that right. everything that that we are, they are too. We're all the same, you know. Do you mind describing it? Yeah, so we are in a homeless camp that's obviously been here for years and years. Uh, there's a fort in the trees that were built with pallets and scavenged wood. Mm-hmm. I like this ladder. It's pretty cool. It is cool. Uh, made out of whatever the local wood and stuff. They even use barbed wire, like the barbed wire that cut the fence yep. over there. Mm-hmm. They use that to wrap up. Wow. There's barbs on there. Mm-hmm. So one thing about a camp like this mm-hmm. is I understand that you might need a place to sleep and you need some shelter mm-hmm. and all that, but this has become, this is almost like a homeless square where people come and hang out and drink and use and party and make a mess and bring stuff and there's fights a young lady was beat up in the woods over here really badly and that was from drinking and there was at least three people there Mm -hmm. Uh, it's dangerous that way Mm -hmm. lots of people using drinking party and whatever you can find needles you can poke yourself it becomes a real hazard it's almost like living in a dump Wynn wants to make it so people don't have to seek shelter in these types of camps with all their potential dangers. He and founder Sarah make up the team at Moab Solutions now. Wynn himself cuts a pretty interesting figure. I think it's because he's so tall, combined with a very calm demeanor. So someone called me a homeless advocate the other day and introduced me to another person that was homeless. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of like that, so I looked up what a homeless advocate is. I'm not quite a homeless advocate because I'm not... Like here it says, uh, you know, with policies and programs and local, state, and federal levels, I'm not doing that. I'm on the street with the homeless people. But like it says, working with people experiencing homelessness to bring about positive changes. You know, and that's kind of what I'm doing, you know. Um, and the positive change, like I said before, can just be being their friend and then pointing them in the right direction when they... They know there's someone there for them. Wynn's job basically is to get to know all the folks experiencing homelessness in town and show up for them. Find out what they need. That could be temporary shelter, drug or alcohol rehabilitation, medical care, job training. 
Wynn and Sarah are connected to all the social service agencies in Moab that together help pull folks out of the dark. Can you walk us through your typical day? Yeah, so usually when I start, I go around town to different places where I know there's camps or different places where people, homeless people hang out and check in with them, say hi to them, you know, use their name, socialize with them a little bit, see if they're doing okay. And some days, like I'll go to the soup kitchen at the church and meet people there. And then when it's done, they give me leftover soup in little containers that I can bring to people. So on Thursdays, I do that. I go to the library and different hangouts where people are and bring them food and check in with them and see if they're okay. And I also walk around and look for new camps in different areas. You know, one day a week I'll go behind the jump park or another day I'll come here or I'll go out to another place and go walking around and see if there's any new people that need some help or need anything or see if they're okay. Word of mouth has kind of gotten out about what I do and people will point me out, you know, there's Wynn, he'll, he's got a sleeping bag for you if you need one or he'll help you, you know. Wynn's been on the job now since fall 2022. And this street-level outreach he's practicing can be really effective. He's the coordinator, the personal navigator to resources that can be overwhelming to interact with. There's services that will help homeless people. And a lot of those are funded by grants and things. And so then they have rules that they have to follow. I think a homeless person, when they go into a place like that, you know, they're asked, what's your name? What's your social? You know, are you single, married? You have addiction problems, and they ask them a whole bunch of personal questions, and they can be off-put by that, you know. And I think I have an advantage because I don't have to do that, you know. And I, I reach out to them because it's like the society asks those people to come come to society and we'll help you, and then they grill them with a lot of questions and give them a lot of rules and standards to follow or whatever. But uh, I like to go to them, and then they're more comfortable once they get to know me and I get to know them. And then I can help them and point them in the right direction to different resources when they're ready or when they ask. And sometimes I'll ask open new questions. And instead of me saying, you know, why don't you get off the street? Why don't you get a job? Why don't you do this or whatever? I'll say, well, you know, what do you want to do? You know, three months from now, what do you want to see yourself doing? And then let them answer that. And then it's their own idea. And then I'll come back to them later and say, well, how's that going with getting your glasses? Or how's that going with your social security card? You know, and, uh, and then when they express what they want to achieve or what they might want to be or where they might want to be in three months, I just follow up with it, with their own ideas and point them in the resources. You know, well, you, you can get here, you can go over here and get your social security card or you can go here and get a phone and you can, you know. There are a lot of reasons people might become homeless. Loss of a job, an unsafe relationship, maybe addiction issues. For the majority of folks experiencing it in Grand County, it's situational, meaning they've just encountered a bad circumstance or maybe a series of them. Wynn says he totally gets it. He experienced homelessness in Florida off and on for 10 years. And sometimes they were really great and I had part-time work or, you know, different ways to make money, you know, hustling, nothing illegal, but, you know. And then there was times where I had nothing and, and it was horrible. And, you know, raining, wet, bad weather, mosquitoes, hungry, tired, dirty, you know, sometimes it was really awful. Can I ask how you were able to become housed? Yeah, so I think part of it was is I was tired of being homeless. And then Catholic Charities in Miami, uh, I heard that they would buy you a bus ticket if you had someone on the other end to receive you. And I had been going to the library, and a cousin of mine in Utah friended me, or somehow we became friends on Facebook, 
and I told her my situation. So we put it together and my family said they put me up. So Catholic Charities bought me a $300 ticket, gave me $20 cash and put me on a bus that took three days. Yeah, $20 doesn't last long on a Greyhound. But uh, I got here and my family put me up and 30 days later I got a job. I started working and slowly picked myself up. It was a break that he says he needed and was ready for at the time. His work now as a homeless advocate, it's full circle for him. Kind of is, <laughs> yeah. There's more to that full circle than you can even see right now. <laughs> Lynn and Sarah at Moab Solutions navigate a myriad of challenging situations. As the nonprofit says on its website, between them, the Multicultural Center, plus other nonprofits, churches, and agencies, they're all cobbling together responses to needs where services might not yet exist. And Wynn is on the street level of that effort. Homeless people, I think, are lonely, and they feel ostracized, like people don't understand them, look down on, and I think that can mess with their mental health. So I just try and be their friend and try and fill in that hole or whatever, you know. When I was homeless, I never thought about that much, that angle. But um, I do remember thinking I'd like to just put a sign up and say, talk to me, you know, just because I was lonely. Well, you know what's great is since I've been working here, we've helped lots, a dozen people maybe mm -hmm. get home mm -hmm. or rehab or resources or nursing home or hospital, yeah. you know, recovery. Mm -hmm. There's been a lot of people we've helped. And when I started, I was really busy. And now I'm not as busy because of that. Well, the transient um, home is going to come through soon. Yeah, so it's going to pick up. It's going to pick up. Okay. And I'm excited, not yeah. that there's going to be homeless people, but I have a positive thing to do. Mm -hmm. I really enjoy helping people. Um, one quick story about yesterday when I went to the soup kitchen. Mm -hmm. A guy, he came up to me and he said, um, I heard you're a homeless advocate. And he pointed to a couple of people who pointed me out. He said, they told me you're a homeless advocate. And so we just started talking or whatever. And... He said he could use a sleeping bag. So I got him a sleeping bag and I brought it back to him. And he says, they told me you were homeless for a long time. He's, I said, yeah, and I was homeless for almost 10 years in Miami, in Florida. And he says, so you understand, right? I said, I do, I really do, you know? And uh, I think that gave him more comfort. You can find Wynn Bloodworth doing street level outreach for Moab Solutions, likely along the Mill Creek Parkway. The nonprofit's advocacy work is funded through community donations. Find out more at moab-solutions.org. That was a feature story from the KZMU News archives. It first aired just last week as part of our special audio magazine, Great Tape, Hello from the Neighborhood. You can find the entire magazine at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to the KZMU News or KZMU Public Affairs podcasts.